Amen. Well, for the offering message, the title of my message is called God's Economic Stimulus Package in Times of Crisis. It's just a fancy word for God trying to get you out of poverty. Amen. Let's go to Genesis chapter number 8, verse 22. Man, tell your neighbor this is going to be awesome. Tell your other neighbor it's going to be super califragilistic, expialidocious. Something like that. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Watch what it says. It says, while the earth remaineth, or as long as you and I are in the earth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. And I like uh, what uh, the writer of Genesis, Moses, here is saying um, concerning this principle called seed time and harvest. He's saying as long as the earth remains or as long as you and I are in the earth, there's going to be a principle called seed, time, and harvest. Now, if you look in Scripture, uh, particularly in the New Testament, seed, time, and harvest is only referenced to two things. The first one is the Word of God in Mark chapter number 4, where the sower sows the Word into your heart. And the second one is in 2 Corinthians chapter number 9, where the Apostle Paul likened us giving money or giving offerings as sowing seed. He went on to say, let each man decide in his heart what he will give, for God loves a cheerful giver. And he went on to say that he who sows sparingly, or he who gives sparingly, shall also reap how? Sparingly. He who sows bountifully, or he who gives bountifully, shall also reap how? Bountifully. Proverbs 11 also speaks of uh, the same, uh, talking about giving. It says there is he who scatters, or he who gives liberally, yet increases. And then there is he who withholds that which is meat and yet tends to poverty. What is he talking about? He's talking about a group of people. One is cooperating with the law of seed time and harvest. The other one is going against the law of seed time and harvest. Just like, you know, we have another law called the law of gravity. And in its simplest form, what goes up must come down. So if you hold your Bible in your hands right now and let go, what would happen? What if you were white? You were Mulungu. What if you were Indian? What if you were black? What if you are old? What if you are young? What if you are a woman? What if you are in China? So can you see this law applies everywhere to everyone. And it's the same with the law of seed time and harvest. Well, what if you don't know the formula to gravity, the equation? It's still going to fall? And it's the same with this. Whether you don't know it or you know it, the law is in motion and it is working. And when you choose to cooperate with the law and get in the cycle, then God's stimulus, economic stimulus package kicks in. And I love this word. Amen. Let's go to Genesis chapter number 1, verse 29. And if you, I want to give you four things about seed and money. Four things. Only four. And then we get into the sermon. Man, the preacher today is on fire. And I'm telling you, you will be blessed. The first principle you need to note about this is only God has the ability to create seed. With all our ingenuity, you know, we've come a long way. Now we have A380 airbuses flying in the air. You know, for 16 hours. We have cell phones that are computers. I mean, we've come a mighty long way. But if there's one thing man cannot do, it is to create seed. 
and put an instruction on the inside of it that you are an apple tree. Only God can create seed. This is why the Bible says He ministers seed to the sower. God gives you seed. Amen? You and I can... And man, this law is in effect. Whether you like it or not. Even if you go to pick and pay, all the aisles are a testimony of this law being in effect. You know, if you buy something with rubber on it, it is a testimony that this law is in effect because rubber came from a tree. If you, your clothes, the clothes on your back is a testimony that seed time and harvest. The food that you ate this morning is a testimony that seed time and harvest is in effect. Amen? So God ministers seed. Number two, Genesis chapter number one, verse 29. Watch what it says. And God said, behold, I have given you every herb bearing what? So he's saying, I've given you a herb, but within the herb is seed. Or the ability to reproduce itself. Which is upon uh, the face of the earth. And every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding what? So he's saying within the fruit is a thing called seed. Or within the money. Or within the harvest. There is a portion of it that is called seed. And if you don't catch that revelation, you will eat the seed. And let me tell you, the seed doesn't even taste nice. Because it's meant to be put in the ground so it can reproduce. How many of you eat the brown stuff in an apple? You know that stuff at the, right at the center. How many of you eat that? But every tree, every fruit that God gives, within it he has placed seeds. And you need to have the ability to know, ah, this brown stuff I'm not going to eat. Or, or throw it away, right? Because if you eat it, it will spoil even the taste of the apple you were enjoying. How many of you have ever eaten it by mistake? And you're like, ah, this thing is messing up the floor, right? Because seed is not meant to be eaten. Seed is meant to be put in the ground. So he says, not only have I given you the fruit, but within the fruit is the seed. So when you get money, when you get a harvest, within that money, if you get a hundred rand, part of it is a seed. And you need discernment to know which part is a seed so you can put it in the ground and not mess up the floor. Amen? Number three, seed comes from God, but we have the responsibility to do the planting. John chapter number 12, verse 24 in the NIV. Oh, thank you, Jesus. John chapter number 12, verse 24. John 12:24 In the NIV it's in red cuz it's Jesus speaking, right? The one that we call Lord. So if you if you don't listen to Pastor T at least give Jesus a chance, right? Watch what Jesus says, very truly. Everything that Jesus said was true. But sometimes he had to say very truly just to emphasize the point. He says, very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel or a seed of wheat falls to the ground and dies, unless the portion of your money that is called seed has been given away, watch what happens. What happens? It remains only a single seed. Just like if you don't put seed in the ground, it stays one. But within that seed is, is the potential for a forest. For a field full of a harvest. But if you keep it, it remains single. It remains only a single seed. But if it dies, what happens? It produces many. Now, what happens when we give away money? Watch what happens. Go to Mark chapter number 10, verse 29. 
and then we will give. Amen. Mark chapter number 10, verse 29. This is good. 29 to 30. Mark chapter number 10, 29 to 30. And Jesus said, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, there is no one who has given up or who has sown a house, brothers, sisters, or mother, or father, or children, or farms for my sake and for the gospel's sake. He tells you the reason they are doing it. Who will not receive a what? I didn't hear that. He says when you give or when you take that one uh, kernel of uh, corn and put it in the ground, you can at least expect a full corn, right? There's no one who has ever put seed in the ground and got the same thing that they put in the ground. Whenever you put seed in the ground, you can expect more. And Jesus is saying here that there's a thing called a hundredfold for those who have given up something. And when is that going to happen? I used to think it was in the next life. He tells you, who will not receive a hundredfold? Now, in this present age, houses, brothers, sisters, and mothers, and children, and farms. Did you see it? Everything was singular in the first sentence, or in verse 29. Now it's plural. Because when you tap into this cycle of uh, seed time and harvest, you grow, you increase. And you end up at a place called the hundredfold. Man, this is good preaching. I wish I was writing notes myself. Genesis chapter number 26. New King James Bible. Genesis chapter number 26 verse 12. There is a dude who did this. Into his farm. And watch what happened. Genesis chapter number 26 verse 12. You can look up. Let's read this. Then Isaac sword in that land what did he do he saw what what would have happened if he hadn't sword nothing nothing happens when you keep seed uh, uh on your coffee table at home it will not germinate it won't produce anything but he decided he was going to sow so he sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a what a hundredfold and the lord did what blessed him next verse the man Began to what? That's the first step. See, the mindset of giving for a harvest is always so that you can give again. His mindset was not, you know, I'm just going to sow. Uh, uh, and the mindset for us, the church should never be, I'm just going to sow this big offering and then, you know, whatever comes out, that harvest, I'm going to take it and run. It's like a casino lottery mindset, you know. You know, if I hit the jackpot, then I want to run as far as I can, right? Our mindset is always, hey, I want to sow so that I can reap, so that I may sow again. Amen. Hallelujah. And watch what happens. The man stayed in the floor. He stayed in the cycle. So the first step was that he became prosperous. He began to prosper. Coma and what? Continued prospering. Coma. Until you what? Until you be. I mean the dude was growing. <laughs> you know why? Because he stayed in the flow. <laughs> so it's not a jackpot. It's a lifestyle. You have to become a giver and stay in the cycle. Amen. I'm 